Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. In the St. Louis metro area, 643 people have tested positive for the coronavirus. Six have died. Day after day, we report the updated numbers. But behind each of the deaths is a story. These are stories of loss felt by far too many colleagues, friends, and family members. Pete DePrado of O'Fallon, Missouri, and Jasmine Dixon of St. Louis were among the first in the area to die from the virus. We spoke with both of their families. Jasmine's cousin, Kimberly Merritt Watts, described her as quiet and laid back. Jasmine loved to craft and cook. She earned her MBA a few years ago and dreamed of opening a bakery. Last month, Jasmine turned 31. She drove around the entire metro area delivering birthday cake to family members who couldn't attend her party. She was just so selfless, and she did whatever she could do to make anybody else happy, whatever anybody needed. Her and her mom would get in the car, and they would be rolling. They would be from the city of St. Louis all the way to where my cousin Billy lives in Muscoota, Illinois. They'll be the furthest corners of North County where my brother lives on McDonald Boulevard. I mean, wherever anybody needed to to go whatever anybody needed to do, Jasmine was there. All you had to do was pick up the phone and call her. Jasmine started to feel sick on a Tuesday. She died from COVID-19 just five days later. Kimberly got a call from her aunt. She said that, she said Jasmine didn't make it. And I just lost it. My son, he loves Jasmine so much. He's only four. And you know, he saw me crying, and he kept saying, "Mommy, what's wrong? Mommy, what's wrong?" I couldn't, I couldn't even speak. I was speechless. I was just holding out on so much hope because I just knew that my cousin's life was not over. That was not the plan. That was not supposed to happen. Pete DePrado of O'Fallon, Missouri, died from the virus last week. Pete had been fighting lung cancer, but his family said they never expected his life to end this way. Pete worked many years at Central Hardware and later for his twin brother's software company. He was an Air Force reservist for 25 years, but his passion was his family, especially his grandchildren. Pete's wife Jackie said everything happened so quickly. Pete called me at... um um, it's six o'clock in the morning Wednesday and he sounded bad, but he said, Jackie, uh, it's bad. I have the virus and we've got so much to do. You and I have so much to do. And I said, what are you talking about? Pete? And he said, well, we didn't go over the bills. We didn't go over the finances. We, and he could hardly breathe or talk. He said, there's so much for us to do. And I know this man was sick for nine months, but honestly, we didn't do that stuff because he wasn't sick enough for me to take that kind of stuff away from him. He loved to do that kind of stuff. So we did, I wasn't prepared and he knew I wasn't prepared. And I said, you know, Pete, I've got two lovely kids. They will take care of this. You know, don't worry about that. Just try to rest, just try to rest. So this darling nurse, her name is Lauren from uh, Barnes at, Saint, at, at Kings Highway was his ICU nurse. She was completely in, in garb. She looked like, you know, an astronaut or something. And she called me and she set up FaceTime so that he and I could see each other. And um, my daughter was here 
and we talked and it wasn't, you know, we were able to talk and I, you know, we said, do you want the grandkids to call you or do you want to FaceTime with your grandkids? And he said, no, it would be too hard, but they could call. So they called them and, and he said that was good. And he made a few, few phone calls. I think he said he did. Well, then he called me about 12 and, and I, I, he couldn't, no, the nurse called me at 12. And said, we have got to give him a sedative. He doesn't want one because he knows he'll fall asleep if he gets one. Uh, we gave him something. We gave him like Ativan and he is kind of sleepy, but I want to wake him up so you can FaceTime one more time. And she actually got him to a chair so that he would be a little aggravated in the move and wake up a little bit. And he... And she FaceTimed us, and he was awful at that point. But she got him to open his eyes, and he he knew me and Jackie were here, my daughter's Jackie, and uh, we talked to him a little bit. They said a few words and watched him fall asleep for the last time. Pete DePrado died last week from the coronavirus. He was 72. You can read more about Pete DiPrato and Jasmine Dixon on our website at stlpublicradio.org. Our thanks to reporters Chad Davis and Jeremy Goodwin. Please join us again tomorrow. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. I'm Sarah Fenske. Thank you for joining us. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.